In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus showed himself to the eleven and said to them, Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These are the signs that will be associated with believers. In my name they will cast out devils. They will have the gift of tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands and be unharmed should they drink deadly poison. They will lay their hands on the sick who will recover. The Gospel of the Lord We all identify with something or some particular group, whether in terms of gender, race, culture, language, nationality or religion. And there is nothing wrong with this. But when individuals define themselves exclusively in terms of race, culture and sometimes even religion, as a consequence of being identified with these groups, they often develop hostilities towards other groups and a sense of superiority over them. This was the worldview of St. Paul before his conversion. He identifies himself as a Jew, with a distinguished Orthodox training in their ancient mother tongue under the sectarian school of the Pharisees. And Christians were perceived to be heterodox, dangerous, and a threat to Judaism, thus deserving to be cancelled and purged. St. Paul never saw his actions of hunting down and persecuting Christians as a form of violence or prejudice, but saw it as a religious and pious duty. He strongly believed that he was doing the will of God. His zeal was for God, not hatred. But the encounter with our Lord on the road to Damascus brought about a spiritual revolution. In an ironic twist, his eyes had to be blinded in order that he may see with a fresh vision. This revolution is not an ideological one, nor does it entail armed revolution, but it is a revolution of the heart, a conversion of the soul. For Christians, that conversion entails dying to oneself and being reborn in Christ. St. Paul, though still recognizing the influence his past and origins had in his life, will, from the moment of his conversion, cease to be identified by any one of those identity labels, Jew, Pharisee, Hebrew, that used to define him. From now on, St. Paul would be solely identified with Christ. It is for this reason that he could state so boldly, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in a body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This total identification of Christ also changed the way in which he related with others. It led to this conviction. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Identities, which used to separate groups from each other, were rendered powerless in the face of this new identity as Christians. Your career your social economic class, your politics, your gender, your sexual orientation, your ethnicity or nationality, 
quite legitimately make up your identity and what you value, but they are not alone or in consort the totality of who you are. But being Christian is who you are, is who I am. It is the only thing which matters for our salvation. Just as the martyr Saint Perpetua declined to renounce her faith by lying that she is not a Christian, we must confidently profess with her. Neither can I call myself anything else than what I am, a Christian. Only this identity does not create hostility, but reconciliation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.